Today on the podcast, we have senior Kelly Hughes. Kelly is on the math team. She's on student council, is a student ambassador officer. Part of our science club is in NHS, National Honor Society, and Spanish NHS, and is a part of Marist Youth. Uh, So much to learn about Kelly. And as all of you who've been listening know, I kind of started this podcast because of my own love of podcasts. Um, But I also am super excited to be engaged with um, the staff and the students here at Marist. I am dying to get to know them, and it's been hard to do that this year with everything that's been going on. Um, So I am kind of over the moon that I'm interviewing my first student. So welcome, Kelly, to the podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, for sure. So first, how was your day? Uh, it was good. It was kind of long. I uh, came in at 7.15 today. It was signing day, so my friends were signing. Oh, yeah. Um, and then uh, every R day and A day, I come in early for physics, so I was already early for that. Um, and then I met him after school, and then now I'm here. Yeah, and thank you for saying that you would come. I also was at signing day. Do you want to explain what signing day is for anybody who's listening? Uh, so signing day is for any seniors who are playing sports in college, and it's them uh, basically committing to that college and saying that they're going to play there. Yeah, it was it was nice this morning. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of people yeah, there, a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people, which is great for those kids, and we're super proud of them. But you were here for physics, too. Is that just because you come to get some help in physics? Or? Uh, every time that we have physics as the first class, we come in 30 minutes early just to get some extra class time. Uh, so get some extra class time because our classes are. And that's, for those of you listening to, you're probably wondering every, when she said K-Day or R-Day, you're probably wondering, what is that? Because we have a cascading schedule here. So every day is a different day. You never have the same class uh, at the same time, or you eventually do again, but um, back-to-back days are different. So Kelly, um, let's get back into a little bit more conversation about you. How um, how old are you right now, Kelly? Uh, I'm 18. 18. When mm-hmm. did you turn 18? Uh, September. Okay, so mm-hmm. that's an exciting number to hit in life. I remember when I turned 18. Um, what was what were you most excited for turning 18? You really feel um, like you've hit a grown-up number. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I guess. Once I did turn 18, I didn't really feel any different, but... <laughs> I just, to tell you that that's what it's going to be like the rest of yeah, your life, but... Leading up to it, it just felt like, yeah, yeah I was more like, grown up. Uh, I'm more grown up, I'm somebody, I can vote, like, mm-hmm. things that I can do. Okay, so tell us maybe a little bit about your family. Um, mm-hmm. Like, do you have brothers and sisters, all yes, the things so. about the Hugheses that you can expose on the podcast <laughs> without getting in trouble? Um, so I'm the youngest of four. Whoa. Um, and all my siblings went to Maris. My dad went to Maris too. Um, so my oldest sister, Maggie, graduated in 2015. Okay. Um, and then she went to Ball State, graduated in 2019. And now she works in sales uh, at a company called Aerotech. Mm-hmm. And then my brother, Here Danny. Here in Chicago? Yes. Um, my brother, Danny, graduated from here in 2018. Um, and I graduated from uh, in eighth grade, uh, from eighth grade in 2018. So we just missed each oh. other at Maris. Um, and then he's a senior at Dayton right now, and he'll graduate in May. Very nice. And then my sister, Colleen, uh, graduated from here in 2020, and she's a sophomore at Ole Miss right now. At Ole Miss? Mm-hmm. So you've been exposed to a couple different colleges. Did mm-hmm. any of them tempt you to go in that direction a um, little bit? I did apply to Dayton, uh-huh. uh, and I got in there. But um, Ole Miss and Ball State, not so much. You were like, not so much. (laughs) All right. Well, that's good. You're a, a, sounds like a major legacy of Red Hawks. I don't think I knew Mm -hmm. that about the Hugheses. I Mm -hmm. think I knew your dad went here, but I didn't know that. I also am one of four, Mm -hmm. but I'm number two of four. So the baby of four, um, 
That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So your family's about to be walking out of like being Red Hawks forever. Your mom and dad must feel, I wonder what about that? What, what would you say? Have they talked about it at all with you? Like um, we've been there so long and now. Uh, especially uh, this uh, Saturday was father daughter dance. And so my dad said, um, He's been going to father-daughter dances for 20 years. Oh, this is his last one. So a lot of stuff so like was that. Was it a special night? Yeah, yes. Yeah. It gets a little, like, sentimental, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I'm mm -hmm. sure he's melancholy, you know, and mm -hmm. talks to your mom about that probably with you mm -hmm. not around. So, Kelly, where'd you attend grammar school? Uh, St. Catharines in Oakland. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, what do you remember about your grammar school? Um... I mean, what do you want to know? Were you there, like, from preschool to kindergarten through eighth grade? Like, yes. it's it's pretty long around yes. here when you're at grammar schools. Mm -hmm. a, lot of, a lot of the Catholic grammar schools, you don't go to then a junior high, so it doesn't, it's not cut up. Like, you're with those kids for mm -hmm. a long time. Yeah, so I started going there when I was three, and I graduated in eighth grade. Yeah, so mm -hmm. that's, I mean, that's a big chunk of your life. And so, mm -hmm. what do you remember? Do you remember it was how much fun it was? Do you remember the gymnasium? Do you remember certain teachers? Do you remember certain, I mean, don't they also have, like, a big carnival there uh, yeah, like there's a, a lot of like things summer. to like pump up your grammar school mm -hmm. um yeah i remember um carnival i remember sports i played uh, basketball volleyball and soccer there mm -hmm. um i remember um uh, all my classmates a lot of my classmates actually came here and we're still friends which yeah. is good and even the friend um the classmates that didn't go here we're still close with them um keep in touch uh, but I actually had a really good experience at St. Catharines. Yeah, that's nice to hear that a lot of the kids um, that you were friendly with came here, even the ones that you didn't, that you still keep in touch with. Because mm -hmm. I know sometimes that kids drift away. But I always say, like, in your 20s, at some point you're going to come back, and it's not the high school that, you know, you're going to always be so proud of the high school that you went to. But the friendship is that thing that will always keep you connected to them. So mm -hmm. you just said a lot of them decided to come here. So what do you remember about your process? You did just tell us that everyone in your family went <laughs> here. So did, was there no process? Was there, like... There is no way you're not going to Marist. Or... Um, well, I'll give you kind of the spiel. I give all the shadows during. Oh, the good! I want to hear it. Um, but I, my whole life, I kind of felt like that. Like there was no choice. I kind of had to go here. Um, I was always surrounded by Marist. I mean, my siblings aren't here. My dad. I have about a million cousins and second cousins, and who all went here. Um, and I went to like camps growing up. Uh, my sisters played volleyball. My brother played football. I went to games all the time. So you were constantly here. Just constantly here. Um, but then once I started getting closer to eighth grade, I kind of realized, like, I, I did have a choice to make. And so I thought about it more. And, uh, I mean, Maris was definitely still up there. But I was just kind of, I guess I didn't really have a reason for Maris. It was just when my family went here. So I kind of needed to find one. Um, so I shadowed in seventh grade for the first time. And um, I tell my the shadows this um, when I uh, uh, welcome them in the morning. But um, I never went a passing period without at least three people saying hi, not to the student I was shadowing, but to me. And that really made me feel welcome, and that um, kind of introduced me to like the tight knit community feel that Maris has. And, and then once I got here, I realized that it was true. It's, I still feel that every day. Yeah. So do did you shadow any place else? Um, no. Yeah. I shadowed here and then and I you just, just I, I yeah. would assume if you're the youngest of four and they all went here that you would probably but but that shadow day could have made or broke you mm -hmm. like you could have said like I, that wasn't it like mm -hmm. I, and then you would have had to have a different conversation but I love the fact that you said th that everyone was 
like just saying hello to you because as you know in the little dorky videos that I make <laughs> for the students <laughs> I'm constantly almost begging the students to please say hello to each other and to me or other adults in the hallway it just sets the tone for the day I completely agree with you that there's a feeling you get when you're walking past someone either you know or you don't know that says hello it's just it, it gives you a sense of being um, connected maybe so I love that that was there as a shadow in seventh grade and that you now are saying it's still here for you now. What do you remember about your academics when you first got here your freshman year? Because like you just said, you were at St. Catharines for so long. Do you remember feeling prepared? Do you remember feeling like it was hard? Do you remember feeling like it was easy? Do you, what, what did you, what um, do you remember? Or any standout teachers, anything like that? Um, so, in eighth grade, I took the Marist math class here in the morning. So for math, I felt pretty prepared. Everything else, um, eighth grade, I kind of, I had you know a little like eighth grade itis, I guess. So I kind of coasted. And everything was pretty easy. So coming who in, doesn't right? Um, I was all honors freshman year, so it was definitely a, an adjustment. Um, but I got used to it pretty quick, and it's just mm -hmm. you know putting in the work. Um, standout teachers definitely Mr. Glennon. Um, I've had him three out of my four years here. Um, and right away, I just knew that I, I, I made the right choice in school just for like, his class, really. For math. So mm -hmm. you did, you said morning math. Mm -hmm. And I know what morning math is. You know what morning math is. But there could be someone listening who doesn't know what morning math is. So could you explain what it is mm -hmm. or why you took it and why would someone take it? Mm -hmm. So um, Marist offers a class for eighth graders um, to come in before school starts and take uh, an Algebra 1 class, which is what the freshmen take here at Marist. And so I took it um, because uh, once I knew that I was coming here, I wanted to be prepared for the classes that I was going to take. Um, so you test into it. Um, and if you get in, you come in, you learn um, basic you know, Algebra 1. And then once you come in as a freshman, uh, you're kind of already prepared and you have a good background on what you're going to learn for the freshman year. Mm -hmm. So that was, and how about meeting people through Marist Math? Mm -hmm. A lot of the from people, other grammar schools. A lot of the people in um, that class uh, went to Marist, and then were in my math class. So I already had um, some yeah, friends in there. Yeah, that camaraderie. That's mm -hmm. really good. That's another reason to do it, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing with like you said, those camps that you came to before you were actually mm -hmm. a student here. So your freshman year, you just talked a little bit about the academics and how you chose to come to Marist. What did you get involved in? Because I know as a principal or a teacher, um, me personally, I've always told high school kids, like the, there's a whole other piece of the day that begins as soon as the end, the final bell rings. And any of us that work in high schools would tell that to kids. So how did you get involved outside of the classroom? Um, so I knew that I wanted to play basketball. Um, basketball was my favorite sport um, in eighth grade, so I knew I wanted to try out. Uh, but basketball is a winter sport and my parents wanted me to join something in the fall so I can kind of, you know, meet people right away and They're have smart. some friends right coming in, uh, right as I'm coming into high school. So they wanted me to join the math team, and actually at first I did not want to join at all. <laughs> Tell me, was this like a drag-out fight at home about um, it? Well, because the only experience I had with a math team before was the movie Mean Girls. Oh. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> In the movie, they call it social suicide. Yes. So I was kind of turned off by it. Yeah. And um, you probably thought the same thing was going to happen to you. Mm -hmm. Were any of your siblings in the... Uh, no. None of them. Mm -hmm. So so they wanted me to join math team. I said no. So they said, well, you got to join something in the fall. So they signed me up for cross-country camp over the summer. And I said, fine, anything, not to do math team. Uh, and I went. It was a week-long camp. 
And I, it was terrible. I'm, for you. For me. I'm not a runner at all, yeah. actually. Um, I heard if you can't run, like, miles on end, <laughs> you probably shouldn't do cross country. Yeah, I actually won a t-shirt for coming in last place. <laughs> and was, uh, Who gave you that? I didn't know <laughs> that they gave t-shirts for that. Yeah. Um, That's funny. So then, do you I still thought, have it? I do still yes, have it. You should. You mm-hmm. should sport that some dress down day <laughs> that we have here. Um, so then, at the end of the week, I said, "Fine, I'll join that team. Anything not to do cross country." Um, and then that was actually, uh, well, it was kind of inevitable. I think Mr. Glennon probably would have hunted me down either way, but it was um, definitely the right choice. Yeah. Um, and so you've been in the math team the whole time. Mm-hmm. You guys work your tails off. Let me just say that. We'll get into maybe the math team in a little bit. But, um, okay, so sophomore year comes along. Um, more of the same, is that correct? More mm-hmm. of the same. Um, when was it that you, was freshman year when you did science club? Or is that when you were a student ambassador? When did you start student council? All those mm-hmm. other things that we know that you're involved in. So science club, I didn't start till junior year. And then uh, I did join student ambassador sophomore year. And then student council, I actually ran my freshman year, didn't make it, and then I ran again my uh, at the end of my sophomore year for junior year. And so yeah. I've been on for the past two years. Yeah. I think that's good for kids to hear because, you know, you don't necessarily, like, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Mm-hmm. And I know some kids like that were very involved in grammar school and think that because that first year they don't make it, that maybe they kind of like lose their zest for maybe wanting to do it or they get kind of timid about wanting to do it. Um, but also in terms of clubs, they think, well, I haven't done this since freshman year. Or mm-hmm. when can I get involved? But the door to the clubs is always open. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important that, that anyone listening um, know that. So was it more of the same sophomore year with your classes? Did you um, start to dabble in anything? You said you were all honors. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much the same. Sophomore year, I took my first AP class, which was different. Um, and that is an advanced placement class, mm-hmm. and that is following the uh, um, college board. So it's really a college-level class that you take in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I took AP World History. Um, and it was... I mean probably the same amount of work as some of my honors classes so it wasn't too much of an adjustment um i was nervous about the ap exam at the end yeah, of the year yeah. um but then with covid it wasn't really much it was yeah just like, that year i think too that was the year that everything was writing in the ap exams mm-hmm. wasn't it mm-hmm. and you took it at home mm-hmm. yeah I, I clearly remember that but so you just said I was talking about sophomore year and I was about to say to you and everything was more of the same until March because then COVID hit. And Mm -hmm. what do you remember about that? Like, do you remember being in the school and an announcement being made or what do you remember? Um, I remember right before spring break, we had an assembly and um, Dr. Ball, who was a principal at the time, kind of, I guess, warned us about what might happen, but uh, definitely no one thought it would be what it actually became. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but we didn't. Um, we were worrying we might, you know, have an extra week off of school or something yeah. like that, which I liked. Yeah. Um, so the I, teachers like that too. Just so you know. Um, for spring break that year, my sister was a senior, and so all the seniors went on a trip, and I went um, with my family. So we were in Florida, and I remember we didn't, we weren't sure if we were even going to be able to come back. They were canceling flights. They were. Um, closing all the beaches down um but we got a flight home um the same day that chicago kind of shut down yeah 
And it was just, I mean, back at home from the airport, it was just weird. Eerie, almost. everything was closed. So wild. Mm -hmm. And even that summer, I think it was, like, everybody gearing up, like, what's it going to be like going back to school? Mm -hmm. What are we going to know? What are we going to be doing? And Maris decided to, um, because at the time, I was at a public school at Richards, and um, we did not come back to school right away, so it was hard for the kids. But Maris did come in person, mm-hmm. even though it wasn't uh, maybe every day. So, could you explain that, like what that was like? From I think it was different from August to December, then it was different from January mm-hmm. to May. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So first semester we did, um, you would come in twice a week. So Monday everyone was on Zoom, and then I was in um, Group A, so I went in on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then Group B went in on Wednesdays and Fridays. And then Wednesdays and Fridays, when I wasn't in school, I did um, asynchronous learning. So I just mm-hmm. had some homework, basically. And then by second semester, we got to go to school um, every day of the week, but only for a half day. And so they still split us up in those um, A and B groups. Um, and I was um, in the afternoon group. So I got to sleep in a little bit and yeah. then come in at noon. Uh, and I think it was only like three hours that we were there. And so what do you remember about that? I mean, that sounds so different than your freshman year mm-hmm. and most of your sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And I know everyone was doing it, but I mean, what do you remember about it? Um, well, like you the said, good, the bad, the ugly, any of it. <laughs> like you said, um, a lot of public schools didn't even get to go in at all. So I knew I was lucky in that sense, but it was definitely weird. I, it just it, it almost didn't feel like a like a school year like it didn't feel like going to school I didn't see half my friends yeah I, I was gonna say that it, was it that much different it had to be in the hallways mm-hmm. the hallways were different and just like you, there's no lunch there's no like kind of social aspect I guess yeah. you just kind of went to your classes Stripped away. and left mm-hmm. yeah and did you take um you were still taking honors and AP did you add mm-hmm. any other APs uh junior year so junior year I took um Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and and you did it in that different schedule. So mm-hmm. that's why you stayed up late so you could sleep <laughs> in because you were doing all that mm-hmm. work probably. Um, all right. And then senior year. The year when you're here mm-hmm. with me. So mm-hmm. how's it been senior year? Uh, definitely a step up from last year. It's um, not completely normal, but it's right. as close to normal as we've gotten in a while. Um, just... I remember just being so excited for, you know, the beginning of school year, just to, again, like, have that social aspect, see, mm-hmm. like, everyone in the halls and go to lunch um, and kind of, you know, just be able to see all my friends again mm-hmm. at the same time. And be able to just, like, unwind. It feels mm-hmm. like everyone was just wound so tight that it was like, just let us get a little social. And I remember meeting you, the group of students with student council um, in the ARC the one day and it was kind of like I'm your new principal and you guys were so pumped up about this year like we just want to make this the best year this mm-hmm. is like our comeback year this is going to be so much fun we want to be able to do things that pump up the other classes around us because everybody is yearning for it mm-hmm. um, and we were able to do a lot more of that probably in the fall but now mm-hmm. that it's settled into winter it feels a little bit more I'd say isolating, you know, mm-hmm. would you say that? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's the time of year because every year in the winter time in Chicago, yeah. I'd say that we all just kind of go to school and go home to our houses. But, um, 
I'm glad that, what was the fall like? You were, a lot of times you were in the front row or the sec, one of the first mm-hmm. couple rows of the student mm-hmm. section for football games. So did you have any um, say-so in choosing the themes for the football or was that something that just like the president of student council, how did that go? Um, usually uh, the president, Gavin, and uh, the vice president, Nora, they would come up with some ideas and then we'd all vote on it. Mm-hmm. So I did get a little bit of say. Um, but sometimes if you bring up, uh, some themes, you might get shut down. Oh, shut really? Down. So it's, uh, kind of majority rules. So I didn't, you know, I just got to vote, but, um, yeah. None uh, that you remember bringing up that you were getting shot down. None that you recall. Um, I think for, I don't know if it was a student section theme. It might've been just like a, like a homecoming dress down, but I said, um, it's kind of fitting, but I said athletes versus athletes. Ah! Shot down right away. That's awesome. <laughs> Shot down right away. That's because no one can compete with the athletes. Seriously, I love that you went from eighth grade, your parents telling you that you did not want to be involved, to saying senior year, athletes versus athletes. That's pretty awesome. That should also be on a shirt, by the way, for you to take with you. Um, so your classes this year, have they been? You have Mr. Glennon again. You mm-hmm. said three out of the four years. So what mm-hmm. year didn't you have him? Uh, sophomore year. Uh, sophomore year, you take geometry. Mr. Nicholson is the honor geometry teacher. Um, but freshman, junior, and senior year, I've had Mr. Glennon. I can tell you that I did get some feedback from some of your teachers. I reached out to them, and it was things like, she's a wonderful woman, and a standout student. Uh, she's kind. She's open to others. She's a joy to have in my class. She's smart. She's curious, kind, wonderful team player in our classroom. I enjoy having her sunny presence there. Exceptional young adult. Thrilled that she is the peer leader. Um, Academically, she's outstanding, but her character is what is really most beautiful about her. So some of these things are just like, that, that's pretty awesome. And I wanted to make sure that you knew that those are things that people who teach you or who have taught you are saying about you. Sometimes we never hear those things. Mm-hmm. So um, that's important. So senior year up to college time, mm-hmm. that was this fall, right? When mm-hmm. you applied, mm-hmm. yeah, end of summer, fall is that what? It, that's what it is, yeah. right? I started um, in I think August. I started. I so how did you narrow that down? I mean, I'm asking as a mother. Also, I have a kid mm-hmm. who is going to be going through this process, but I also am asking, you know, as someone interviewing you, but also just to be kind of curious. How did it? How did you narrow it down? Because you just said you had exposure through those older siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot of. Uh, like independent research especially with COVID it was hard to kind of go out and visit schools so I just kind of did it by myself at home Um, but I knew that I wanted to major in engineering so I kind of focused on schools that were um, good in that area and I just settle on that um I've just I've always liked math I've always liked to kind of like solve problems Um, and um, I took physics for the first time last year and it was really interesting so um, it just fit yeah, it just fit. Yeah. Something that I want to do. So you were looking at engineering, so then mm-hmm. go ahead, keep going. Um, so then I just kind of started focusing on, um, you know, schools that were known for their engineering. And uh, I didn't have much criteria in terms of, like, location or... Um, uh, that was going to be our next question. Staying yeah. close, going far away. You didn't care. Um, the only thing that I guess I really um, cared about was size. Um, like I uh, took a tour at Purdue and I loved everything about it 
and then I heard there was 40,000 students there, and it was a little bit too big for me. Yeah. Um, so that's important. Mm-hmm. The kids know that. I went to a small school too, and I I don't think I went to anything. I didn't look at anything other than it because I just knew I couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. Whereas I have some close friends that went to schools that size, mm-hmm. and they were like, "It was great. Mm-hmm. I loved it." So I think it's important to stay true to yourself. So that was so Purdue was out because of its size. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But I liked everything else about it. So that was. Um, it kind of showed how important that was to me. I um, Most of the schools I'm looking at are 6,000, 8,000, somewhere around there. So not too small, but definitely not as big as Purdue. Um, so where did you all, where else did you apply? Um, so I've applied to uh, Dayton, like I said earlier, Iowa State, uh, Columbia, Princeton, Stanford, and Northwestern. Um, I've only received um, letters back from... Dayton and Iowa State, I got into both of those. And then I applied early to Princeton, I got deferred, which means I have to wait even longer to find out. And then uh, the other three, um, I probably won't hear back from until like late March, which is. So you haven't decided yet? You're not very patient, did you say? (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot lot of waiting. (laughs) It is a lot of waiting. Um, are they all on the Common App, or is it you had to do like Um, each individual application? They're all on the Common App, but. most of the schools, you have a lot of extra. Like, yeah, for the individual mm-hmm. stuff, that's their own thing. Um, what's your first choice to get in? Um, if I can get in, my first choice would be Columbia in New York. Yeah, I was going to say. Mm-hmm. It's my state. <laughs> you know I moved here from New York. Um, can we share something special that happened to you about your college prep? Do you mind sharing it to those who are listening? Um, I mean, if you're talking about what I think you're talking about. <laughs> you're so humble. I mean, you really are. I did get a 36 on my ACT. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, do you remember leaving that day and feeling pretty confident or, um, or feeling no, like... No, actually... Because I don't think anybody leaves the ACT feeling pretty like, yeah. woo! So that was the second time I took it. The first time I got a 34. And I remember leaving the second time and thinking I did worse. I, I felt It felt harder for some reason. And so I was definitely nervous and then um do you feel defeated by the math I mean you have you're so prepared in the math like what section of it kind of kicks your butt um it's a little bit of everything a lot of it is just because it's so long yeah by the end, you're just kind of it's a test of endurance yeah, so by tired. the end you're like eyes are floating in your mm-hmm. head yeah 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 um and I remember they um announced the date that the um scores were going to come out and they said it could be, you know, at midnight or um, maybe a little bit after that. So um, I was doing my homework that night and it was a little late. I was already midnight and I immediately went on the ACT website and I refreshed it about 30 times <laughs> and nothing came up and I was dying inside. I just needed to know. So then the next morning, so this was still junior year, so I um, didn't start school until noon. So the next morning, um, my dad was working from home, so he was home and all my siblings were home. My sister actually um, moved out, but she was, I can't remember why, but she was home for some reason. Um, So all my siblings and my dad, my mom was actually at work, but um, I woke up and I refreshed it about a million other times, still didn't come up. And then finally around like 10, I got an email that said my score was ready. And I actually went into my room. I didn't want anyone to see me when I did it. And Thinking you got worse than the first time. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, they give you the scores by um, 
subject and then your composite score. So I remember covering my screen and just looking one subject at a time to see what I got. Oh my god. And um, were you sweating? uh, I was shaking. And then when I got it, uh, I remember just running out and my siblings and my dad was so excited for me and my mom came home and she was so excited for me. We are so excited (laughs) for you. You should be so excited. That's amazing. That is a great story. I'm so glad you shared that part of it. That's really pretty awesome. So yeah, 36 on your ACT, something somebody can ever take away from you. Okay, so little questions I have for you. Like you've just told us a whole heck of a lot about your story and who you are up until this point, but like what what things motivate you? Um, Because you're a pretty successful student. And for a lot of kids that walk the halls, that's like to them so unattainable like mm-hmm. there there's no way they feel that that's and and you never want to compare one kid against another kid mm-hmm. you want to say like be true to you but do the best you can do each and every mm-hmm. day so for you you know you're not that uh, I can never be as smart as her but for you what motivates you um a lot of it is just um especially when I was younger uh like learning was just something that I was really interested in um, like everything that I learned in school, I, I really uh, liked to learn. Um, so when I was younger, it was definitely just I was curious and I wanted to know about stuff. Um, I've definitely gotten a little bit of senioritis already. That's okay. Um, you said you had eighth graditis too. So. <laughs> uh, but I think you know now in high school, um, especially because it's gotten harder, it's kind of just um, keeping up with what I've already done. You know, I know I've. Um, accomplished so much and I guess that kind of uh motivates me is you know I know I can do it because I've already done it you know I've already you know succeeded in this class um so I can succeed in this class this year Mm -hmm. um and so I think just yeah just kind of keeping up with my success just you know I know I've already done it uh and I guess I don't know what I'm saying but uh it kind of like motivates don't fear me. It. Yeah, just don't fear it. It's, you know, don't get down on myself. Because uh, as high school's gone on, my classes have definitely gotten harder. And so it gets a little harder to motivate yourself yeah. when it's so hard. But um, knowing that you... And like you were just saying, that you're up till midnight. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're up late. Like, because sleep is really important. You need mm-hmm. to get your sleep, Kelly. <laughs> um, but it's like, how do you keep yourself up? And sometimes you're not up right let's 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 call that out too like you're not always going to be like this perfect student or Mm -hmm. perfect person you're able to get everything in and and you're going to kind of do you remember ever doing like really poorly on things and how you kind of responded Mm -hmm. to that or turned that around or how do you respond when you had have things like that that go wrong Mm -hmm. in your academic life um actually I remember sophomore year with my first AP class um like towards the middle of the year I my grades started slipping and I didn't know what to do because it's never really happened to me before. And so um, I remember for a second, I kind of did like lose my motivation. And I just thought, well, it's AP, it's super hard. Why even try? Um, but then um, my mom just kind of encouraged me and said, you know, you've kind of basically what I said, you've already come so far. Why not just keep working at it? And so I did, um, I spent a little extra time in that class and then I got my grade back up. Yeah, almost like a never, never, never give up kind mm-hmm. of thing. That's great. Uh, so what are you most excited about for your future? Um, I think just kind of seeing where I end up. Because right now, um, like you said, like I haven't decided where I'm going to go. I don't even know where I've gotten in. 
Um, so there's a lot up in the air, and I'm just kind of excited to see, you know, where I'll end up and what I'll be doing and, you know, um, you know who I'll, I'll meet and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, how do you feel about leaving Marist? Um, it's definitely sad. Uh, it kind of flew by, especially with COVID. Um, like I said, last year kind of felt a little, like, different, and so... Uh, it felt like it went by even faster. Mm-hmm. Um, I am excited to kind of, you know, move on and go to college and, you know, meet uh, new people and have new experiences. But it definitely is sad because, um, like I said earlier, I grew up with Mary, so this is kind of all I've known. Mm-hmm. Um, and having to leave is going to be, it's going to be different. But good. Good, different. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any advice? for either your classmates or underclassmen that might be listening to this? Um, especially for the underclassmen, uh, just make the most of your high school years. Um, obviously, COVID kind of took away a lot from a lot of people. And so it kind of made me realize um, like, to get involved more and to you know, do as much as I could because I don't know what, uh, if you know, it might get taken away from me. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely just get involved and um, kind of take every opportunity that comes your way. I'm also going to ask you if any advice for your teachers. You're a senior. You've been here four years. And if you could give them any advice, because I don't know that students do that. If you could give them any advice, what would you say to them? Um, students' perspective. I think just kind of listen to your students. Um, you know, especially now, high schoolers kind of have, you know, hard times sometimes. And so I think, you know, push them to, you know, the best, to be the best that they can be. But also, you know, sometimes it can get to be a little bit too much. And so I think um, you should kind of listen to them and how they're feeling. Um, and I'd say uh, kind of, you know, with motivation um, earlier, uh, don't you know give up on them and if they if they seem like they're giving up on the class you know it could be for a lot of different reasons but definitely encourage them to keep it up because I think every student you know if they just put in the work they can you know succeed in any class all right Kelly at the end of our podcasts I always have something that I ask that I call my rapid fires and I say Red Hawks want to know. They want to know certain things about you. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to ask you these things. I want you to say the first thing that pops into your head, okay? okay? So do you prefer summer or winter and why? Uh, summer, because uh, there's no school and I don't like the cold very much. <laughs> Outside of your family, who inspires you? Um, one person, maybe uh, my neighbor Aileen. Um, she's, uh, I think 13 years older than me. She actually went to Marist as well. Um, and so I've just kind of spent my whole life, you know, looking up to her. She's always been, you know, older and, um, wiser, I guess. <laughs> and, uh, um, but we do spend a lot of time together and I've That's always, awesome. you know, looked up to her. I love it. And I just learned that today is National Pizza Day. Did you know that? <laughs> I didn't know. I don't even know where people come up with these days, but I did learn that today is National Pizza Day. So what's your favorite pizza and where is it from? Um, I usually get pepperoni pizza, and my favorite place to get pizza from is Palermo's. Yeah, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go there tonight because <laughs> National Pizza Day. Anyway, Kelly, you are lovely. I mean, thank I've got to know you a little bit, but this got me to know you even more. And thank you so much for being my first student. <laughs> 
This is exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we get off the podcast, I will ask you if there's anyone that you think that I should interview because I'm going to be interviewing some more kids and not just seniors, but I want to kind of interview other kids. So thank you so much for mm-hmm. your um, honesty and being candid on the podcast. And we appreciate you and enjoy the rest of your senior year. Thank and you. Uh, go Red Hawks, right? Mm-hmm. And thank you for having me. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.